Welcome to the IBM Podcast Network. TFG Football is an IBM production and you can also check out their other awesome shows like Simplified, a show that explains intense topic from around the world and simplifies it for you so that you can up your cooler in front of your friends. You're listening to TFG Football. Hey everyone, welcome to the TFG Indian Football Podcast. Uh, today is just uh, me in the studio. Siju cannot, uh, could not make it. So Chiranjit is joining us via Skype. So uh, the topics that we will be discussing today is the new stadiums uh, that is uh, possible for the Indian football team to play on. Uh, we've always seen uh, just a handful of stadiums that the Indian team has played on. So it's opening up new avenues. Uh, so we'll be seeing the Indian football team playing on other stadiums, uh, not just uh, Bengaluru and uh, uh, the, the most likely candidates. So Gujarat is likely to be one of them and even Chennai. Um, so talking more about this, uh, Chiranjit, uh, what does this have in store for the Indian football team? Well, uh, India has been playing all over the country before. Like uh, Delhi used to be a big thing. You know, At the time of Bob Houghton, Ambedkar Stadium used to be the hub. And uh, uh, you know, ever since, ever since the uh, you know the requirements from FIFA and AFC, they changed over what you can do with uh, you know matches of international competitions. Like now, you need a bucket seat stadium. Uh, you know, on, uh, seating only stadium you need. Uh, you cannot have terraces, which is why you, they don't use Ambedkar. And Ambedkar was sort of out of order for a while because uh, some metro construction was going on nearby. So all those things, uh, you know, uh, when uh, that was happening, India was playing in Ambedkar, uh, Gohati to some extent. Uh, I remember a friendly last time that happened, uh, that uh, that was in Salt Lake Stadium, that, that I think was in 2015 or something like that. So yeah, India have had this uh, habit of playing all over the place. But uh, ever since Constantine came in, uh, he had certain requirements, right? Uh, he wants the hotel to be near the stadium. He wants uh, practice grounds and uh, hospitals and other facilities to be around. So uh, he chose Bengaluru FC. Sorry, uh, I mean, uh, Bengaluru's uh, Sri Kanjirawa Stadium uh, as the uh, stadium of choice for uh, uh, the, uh, the Asian qualifiers and uh, FIFA World Cup qualifiers. So that also was fueled by part of the uh, part of the reason why that was chosen was that ISL so far has never had an international break, right? And uh, so six or eight major stadiums in the country were taken by uh, these ISL franchises, and uh, they they were sitting on it from October to December. So during that time, if India had a World Cup qualifier or Asian Cup qualifier. Uh, they could not play in those stadiums. So, uh, you know, this was uh, the obvious choice, Sri Kanti Rawa. And uh, you always had good support uh, from the West Globe Blues and everybody else. But now, you know, the ISL is getting uh, international breaks. Uh, the FIFA uh, Under-17 World Cup, we'll see a lot of stadiums get renovated. They will be open again uh, for, uh, you know, use by the national team potentially. So uh, and and also there's been a construction boom, you know, infrastructure boom in uh, football in this country. Now Gujarat is an interesting uh, uh, situation. 
they have that trans stadium football stadium near ahmedabad and uh, i think just uh, only yeah. recently they hosted uh, the mission 11 million uh, event over there yeah. with some uh, big celebrities yeah, being there but but you don't really need a, you don't really need a big stadium of that kind to hold a mission 11 million event but that stadium looks gorgeous Hmm. like all these uh, problems we have with stadiums that are meant for athletics as well you know the the pitch has uh, athletic tracks around it which uh, puts the audience at a distance nothing like that the beautiful construction it's fully featured it's got floodlights bucket seats everything it can hold a world cup match if you assign to it so it's it's uh, is this beautiful stadium we're hearing there's maybe an ISL franchise coming out of it Uh, uh by next season uh, 2018 19 and uh, you know just to prime it up they might use it uh, to host an international friendly like they did with mumbai football arena you know before mumbai city moved to andheri they held that india versus puerto rico game there yeah. uh, just to you know create the hype so just to get people in the mood of the, the idea of let's go to that stadium we'll get to watch a really high quality football So same thing should happen with um, uh, you know uh, the Trans Stadia football arena over there. Uh, so I was told this information by uh, uh, an AFF official during the India versus Cricket uh, Republic game that yes they are looking into uh, you know hosting a match there. It will probably be a friendly, and uh, you know the new uh, Nehru Cup successor that they are coming up with Champions Cup. Uh, which is their way of getting the players out of uh, their summer break uh, ahead of uh, the uh, Asian Cup qualifier away from home against Macau. Uh, that will happen early September. So in August they want to host uh, a Champions Cup uh, with uh, four or five uh, national teams coming from probably East Asia, uh, Africa, uh, as well as you know another South country. So all of that being scheduled, uh, they don't really want to use. Uh, the sri kanti rao stadium for that they want uh, a new stadium to be uh, exposed to that kind of competition so they have chosen uh, the jawaharlal nehru stadium uh, in chennai mm-hmm. so that was, that has not seen a big tournament for a very long time and uh, now that that comp- competition will be there you know the people of chennai will get to see the indian team up and up close live in action after a very long time So what does this mean is uh, we will get to see a lot of matches and uh, uh, even if you can't make it to the stadium at least the uh, Star Sports should be there to uh, telecast it live for us Actually actually Star Sports has a big role here they uh, have just signed on a deal with uh, the national team right? they they are the official broadcast sponsors sorry and broadcast partners so they are saying Indian team does not play enough matches. We need more and more matches to showcase them, right? Uh, they need to build the brand's popularity and uh, have content on the network. So, uh, part of the efforts behind uh, you know Champions Cup, and it's not easy because August most countries already have their domestic league up and running. They don't want to like take twenty players out of uh, clubs and send them away for two three weeks uh, to play a tournament somewhere for the national team. so it it's tough to get good teams but they're trying their hard um, and they're trying their best and uh, you know if, if it happens you you'll have uh, star sports to thank for a uh, large extent because uh, their interest in uh, having uh, indian football uh, teams match on their network is what uh, is pulling all of this 
I'm not sure. Uh, what we've been lacking is uh, the awareness for the Indian football, and uh, with Star Sports yeah. coming in, showing it on TV, there's a lot to gain for the Indian football fans at least. Because even if you're yeah. not aware of the situation right now, you watch matches on TV, you can support your team. If not, go to the stadium. This is a great boost for I feel just to get along mainstream of Indian football for those who are just joining in. Yeah, definitely. This is a really good time to be an Indian football fan. As CJ always says, we are on an eight-match winning streak. I think this is the first time in our history we have done that. The ranking is looking good. We may get our all-time best ranking uh, once uh, the you know a, a couple of months uh, goes by and we win enough matches in Champions Cup and we beat Macau. I think we may even get in the upper 90s. So that will be another historical uh, milestone. So all of that is happening. Uh, things are falling into place. These are good things to look forward to. Yeah, and uh, so we will move forward from uh, this uh, topic over here and. Uh, we turn our attention to the very old very famous kolkata clubs mohan bagan in east bengal you know it's been a while that we talked about them and uh, we're not sure what the situation is because uh, the isl has revealed the two teams and uh, there is no place or no mention for either mohan bagan or east bengal so any updates on this situation chiranjit Yeah, yeah, we all, all know that uh, Mohan Bagan president uh, Tutu Bose uh, he just uh, stepped down. Uh, he sent a resignation letter. We don't know if it will be accepted yet. Uh, but see, the the thing is, uh, uh, you know, the what is causing all this is the issue of whether they should move over to ISL and whether they should pay franchise fees to do that. Uh, there's a huge. faction within the club officials who are in favor of going to ISL at any cost because they're like you know Bengaluru FC just jumped over so what's left in our league so if if we go uh, right now maybe you know ISL becomes the top division and all that the, the old merger path that we talked about that may still uh, come to happen and there are indications from Angelilla that they still may consider taking Israel and Mondragon on if these two clubs come around at this point but there is another faction among east bengal and mohan bagan fans you know sorry officials who don't want to let go of their power within the club uh by you know handing over majority shares to a, a sponsor or a business partner who will provide them with the high budget and the uh, you know the the money required you know you need like a 30 crore annual budget to play in ISL at this point so yeah they they are did uh, anjan mitra is uh, one of the people who was leading the charge against this so he did not want uh, to you know cut up a high franchise fee uh, but it it really was about that you know that's why they were pushing for a waiver of the franchise fee was that if the franchise fee was waived uh, then they could just run the uh, club on a on a slightly higher budget than they have right now so that way they they would not have to get in a big sponsor uh, who would demand majority shares in the uh, private limited that is the team so that problem is uh, still there dutu was was in favor of uh, playing in isl from what we hear anjan mitra was not and to create pressure on anjan mitra it seems he has uh, uh, you know submitted his resignation and that does not mean he is gone the resignation has not been accepted yet 
this may be a tactic to you know create a increased sympathy uh, for his own faction before the september technical elections come in and as you know these these clubs are uh, registered civic bodies so whoever runs the club is elected by a vote and uh, a general election is held within the club where all the members come and vote thousands of members uh, each club has so mohan dagan have an election coming up in september and whoever wins you know like usually it's two to go to and anjan mitra who are uh, you know in the same team we don't know how that will end up being this time if tutu bosu and anjan mitra become uh, you know opponents over the isl issue so then it can be a new dynamic in how the club is run and uh, who is in power of what within the club so it, it, it's it's like a state you know uh, <laughs> there are politics within the club there are different uh, factions which have different ideas about how the club should be run and uh, these bengal are in a somewhat similar situation although nobody is uh, giving up their uh, seats yet but uh, let's come back to mohan bagan you know anjan mitra was asked by reporters uh, uh, how do you see tutu bosu's uh, uh, resignation and he said uh, look if uh, uh, he says he uh, you know directs for health reasons if my health deteriorates i do that as well Uh, so maybe it's working. Maybe Anjan Mitra is about to submit a resignation. The moment Anjan Mitra submits a resignation, the entire game may change. You know, suddenly you may see uh, Mohan Bagan emerge uh, as a party that is ready to pay franchise fees and play in ISL. Okay, and East Bengal, meanwhile, have their own set of troubles. They have a deal with Kingfisher. Kingfisher apparently told them, "Play in ISL no matter what. We will provide all the money." but now it seems like you know they went with mohan bagan and the state government and ifa uh, this almost started an uh, anti isl coalition which is not doing much at the, at the moment you know all that sound and fury that came from them did not really result uh, in anything uh, practical uh, so yeah they uh, failed to get any leverage from the img alliance group img alliance group didn't uh, said we're not going to waive off your uh, franchise fees and now apparently kingfisher are telling them that if you don't switch over to isl we will not continue your sponsorship so east bengal are uh, apparently now this is not confirmed so take it with a pinch of salt apparently they are struggling to you know, keep hold of their main sponsor so if that is the case then east bengal might already be halfway there to switching their mind and deciding that they will play isl uh, franchise fee is not an issue and if east bengal decides to join isl mohan bagan will not have any option but to follow the same path because when bengaluru fc and east bengal are going away then mohan bagan can't really do anything by themselves and i believe actually it's you know it, it's it, it's unthinkable for anybody to see east bengal in one league and mohan bagan in another so yeah that's where it's going uh, either either east bengal comes out and announces that uh, they have taken a step uh, they are they want to play in isl still they want to pay franchise fee and everything they accept defeat or something like that happens or anjan mitra steps down we don't know whether that will happen uh, uh, just there's no indication he's Hey, what, what, what I was just I was just wondering yeah. in between uh, the so the transfer market is open right now. Uh, East Bengal yeah. is no, making. Well, it's it's yeah. East Bengal uh, made those signings, 
I'm glad you brought those up. Most yeah. of those signings are just for CFL. Yeah. Okay, those right, are like right. short term so, signings. So, uh, for yeah. me, uh, see, uh, the the major reason that uh, so many clubs have been backing out, uh, we're not talking about this season, uh, we take it back right uh, when uh, the Goan club started uh, the protest. So their main concern yeah. was, we do not see a roadmap for the Indian football. If we do not yeah. see something our club can progress to or reach or there's an aim for the club to go to, mm. we cannot you know, take that one step or you know, just start that journey to even compete at that level. So that was their concern that we do not see any yeah. way forward. So there's no progress made. Yeah. Even if you win something, even if you go ahead and say uh, competed with your best team, with your best uh, uh, resources, it's it's like an yeah. investment that you do not see a result com- coming out of it. So DSK Sivajan yeah. also followed that part and they said uh, it's logistical issues. But we also know that they are a club that is coming up with the youth uh, of the team. And for you yeah. it's very important to have a long term vision and that vision i yeah. i feel is not clear that is one of the reason that no, dsc yeah. yeah so Same now happening with the transfer market right yeah, yeah, because yeah. Uh, the transfer market is uh, the fpi still has not told players that it's okay right, to right, sign right, for right, 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 right. so, so yeah. with all this going on around and i'm really surprised that east bengal is making all the signing just for cfl it might be yeah. like a short term contract and players yeah. again you know uh, they also will be fielding their uh, younger side in in the cfl yeah. you know it's not like all money uh, put in and just getting in the experience uh, and playing the best because uh, the, it, there's a lot of uh, uh, cfl yeah. uh, history at stake for east bengal because they can just yeah, they, get they're, the, they're in uh, the face of a record yeah. so yeah. all this while it's not See, East Bengal is not some some club that has just come up for years back. They have been here for century. They know how things yeah. work. But yeah. what what is bothering me is why is East Bengal not you know putting that step forward to make sure the the aim is there in place. The signings are there. Yeah. We, we, you heard about rumors being Khalid Jamil being pulled in, pulled in uh, well, as our players he's being. Not- yeah, what? yeah, I get it. But see, the uh, the reason they don't uh, want to make uh, you know big time signings is that a lot of these players are new, and it's a it's a tradition among the clubs to if you're not sure about a player, bring him, make him play CFL, and if he plays well, then you give him a full year contract. Uh, it has it has started to happen ever since uh, you know ISL closed the split season. So that is one of the things. The other thing is that the Players also may not want to like just commit to East Bengal full season. What if an ISL team wants them? What if uh, you know some team in ISL offers them more money than East Bengal can offer? So that is also another thing. And CFL will probably become a stage for uh, players who want to prove themselves. You know, I'm not just talking about CFL. Maybe Mizoram Premier League. Maybe Goa Professional League. Uh, all of these. Uh, uh, local leagues will become a platform for players to really show themselves off and uh, earn big contracts come October, November. So that is also part of the reason. And also, you have the FPI telling players not to make those big commitments right now. Yeah, for you know? me, for so me, I I really I feel East Bengal might just. Uh causing a big trouble for themselves. We see what's happening with Bengaluru. They, they've got clubs, a side... These clubs, no, look, these clubs chose the path of trouble the moment they decided to like form a coalition against ISL. Because you go against ISL, you go against AI. But, but I still feel both Mohan Bagan and East Bengal have still a, a, a small window that they can just go past and just take an entry late yeah. even in the ISL. But... 
yeah, what what is going possible. to happen about the squad that they're planning to make again see bengaluru is facing it, that it, problem it, it, it. See, then, yeah, yeah. Bengaluru is facing the same problem so because you start uh, off the, the entire and, squad from scratch. You retain just two yeah. players that you want. What is the success uh, of, of remain? You know, four players. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right now, the the draft rule is that uh, you can keep uh, two players from uh, retain two players and sign two players from uh, the free market. Like it's it's a bullshit thing, right? Uh, uh, Bengaluru FC have been told they can uh, sign four players. Out of uh, free market, and the rest they will have to take from the draft. Now we are hearing a rumor that uh, ISL has uh, said to Bengaluru FC that the multi-year contracts that you have, uh, you know, all the junior players who are just coming into the first team, uh, those will not be like those will be exempted. Like ISL will say, "Okay, you can keep these players." It's a ridiculous thing to even say. Like tell uh, you know. For a club to take permission from a league that okay, let, can we keep our own players, please? You know we have spent years behind them and we want to develop them. Can we please uh, develop our own players? <laughs> the the whole situation is ridiculous, but that's the reality we live in now. Bengaluru FC, it's not confirmed yet whether Bengaluru FC have been given that option to keep their multi-year contracted players. Uh, they may uh, get it, they may not get it. Uh, East Bengal and Mohun Bagan don't really have too many multi-year contracted players, mm-hmm. so that's another thing why they are not building for the entire season yet. Is because what if they get into ISL, then they will have to take it, uh, make the team out of the draft. So that is that is another thing. And then uh, what if they like sign ten players now, and come November the situation arises, they can only keep four. So. <laughs> You you understand the uh, the uh, dilemma here. Yeah. As long as AIFF does not, uh, you know, uh, make the uh, season structure official, like okay, ISL I League is happening. We just heard that the you know the the top four or top five from each league will go on to play a Super Cup or Champions League or whatever it is. That idea was bullshit from the start. Uh, it has been uh, uh, stuck down by ING Design, just saying we don't have time, and obviously we don't have time. Uh, we have a uh, you know sub championship happening in May. We have to finish the domestic season by mid April. You know it's 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 bullshit to you know think of something after ISL and I League. So that is that is happening, and uh, we have a situation where uh, you know the uh, it's still not official when which league will happen. It's still not official. Uh, what kind of draft will take place, and uh, you know exactly which teams will go into the draft? Uh, East Bengal and Mohun Bagan. That part is not sure as well. We don't know how many teams will be there in I. We don't know. AFF doesn't know. Yeah. IMG Reliance doesn't no. know. Who knows? Nobody knows. Nobody <laughs> knows. What uh, DSK Shivajians? We know they are. Uh, they want to pull out. What if more clubs want to pull out? And I League has been like ever since ISL has come around. I League has been losing clubs like crazy. You know, uh, every season they have had to have a ragtag league, just bringing new teams in or something like that uh, to make up the numbers. What if three, four clubs follow DSK Shivajian's uh, footsteps? They wouldn't care. Then They'll just get. They had done a few uh, corporate entries, and that's how they always keep doing. You know, just uh, yeah, they, yeah, pull yeah, out yeah, any one card. Like, the, from the bag but, of oh, joke, uh, yeah. joke. The entire thing is a joke. You know, it is. Uh, in it ISL, is. you can't keep your own players. That's a joke. In I League, you don't really have teams. So, come like next team, come out. That's also mm-hmm. another joke. 
Uh, so, <laughs> I think <laughs> it's just uh, yeah. no, futile to just talk about uh, the the plans of AIFF. You can just go on, and but we can never reach a conclusion. So can they? So what does this lead to? You know, uh, what does uh, Mohan Bagan and East Bengal? Is there something that they can do? They're just helpless at the moment. I don't know. They're they're not exact. They're not completely helpless. But uh, the the officials should at this point uh, make the compromise. Okay, play in ISL. That's it. Because see, we we uh, the moment ISL came in in 2014, it became obvious that in the future ISL was going to become the top division league of the country. Okay, and IMG Reliance have taken a big step this season to make that happen by you know eliminating semi-finals and finals, and uh, you know they are they are talking about enforcing club licensing within the ISL teams. They are uh, uh, they were an AFC Cup spot. So they are there. Seventy percent of the job is done. It's it was ready. ISL is ready to become the top division league of the country. Bengaluru FC have jumped ship. East Bengal and Mohun Bagan should also do that because that's where you you have to be if you want to stay at the top of your game. Uh, players will go that way. Money will go that way. East Bengal and Mohun Bagan will get you know good sponsorship in a second the moment they come on board with ISL. And and I I don't know just. This I League is still the top division league. Everything has been stripped away from it. Yeah, but but at this point, uh, the club officials there first. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's no longer a question of what should happen. You know, what is the best way to uh, run uh, run the uh, top division league? Should it have Torrell? Should it have uh, you know open transfer system? All of that went out of the window with the money, because uh, you know. We we can work towards bringing all that back later. That promotion relegation should be there uh, a couple of years later, or however it is that I'm the Reliance wishes. But right now, it's the the current is toward ISL, and East Bengal and Mohun Bagan officials have proven in the last few months that they are unable to swim against the current. If they had a player producing system like Lajong or Aizol FC, they could have survived in I League. They could have done well. They could have thrived like Azores did, but they don't have it. So just swallow your pride and say we're going to pay the franchise fee. If there was a revolution against the closed league system that was going to happen, it's not going to happen through East Bengal and Mondawi because they don't have competent people uh, to lead it. Okay, so so say we, we it was a mistake. Say we have uh, you know accepted defeat and play in Azores. That's it. Yeah. So great points there. I hope uh, that there's somebody paying attention in the back office of uh, these age-old clubs, and uh, we hope so, to see some good football at the end of all this uh, chaos that has been created. So another bit of news that comes in is from Azol. Jayesh Rani and Ashutosh Mehta, the friends that mm. the pair that they've been always, you know, been together. So they've just, uh, you know, you must be aware of all the floods that is going around there in uh, Mizoram. So there's a lot of devastation yeah. that's happened, and uh, th- there's a lot of effort being taken to, you know, big, bring things to normalcy. And uh, Jayesh Rani and Ashutosh Mehta are playing a part in that. So they've just shared uh, a link where you can uh, donate. Any amount of money to towards the relief of this uh, uh, natural calamity that has hit uh, Mizoram. So a great gesture from uh, the, the both uh, Mumbai guys, and uh, we hope that things uh, come back to normal in Mizoram. So that's it uh, for today's show. Uh, 
lot lot of things to talk about lot of things up in the air we try to you know create a picture that is much more clearer than uh, uh, we all can try to understand so uh, follow the tfg football handle for more such indian football related stories like share subscribe to our youtube channel and do let the comments come in let we all keep uh, pondering on uh, how do fans keep uh, understanding and uh, what what are your fan reaction so do let us know by via the comment section uh, what you feel about the indian football scenario right now uh, also download the ivm podcast app on android and ios you can also listen to this podcast on various other podcasting apps like soundcloud itunes etc so that's it from us uh, and uh, we'll catch you in next week was Tantrik Steve from Hansraj College Delhi performing at IIT Bombay's Mood Indigo. Just like them there's a lot of new talent and art coming out of colleges all across India but unfortunately most of this goes completely unnoticed or ignored. To fix this we started atkt.in. Hi, I'm Ankur. I'm a musician and a rapper and I found that one of the best things about being an artist myself is finding new talent. Through atkt.in Tanya my colleague who's a dancer and our whole team really is putting all of our efforts into discovering and promoting all the coolest talent that's coming out of colleges all across India and this goes up on our website our social media TV radio and now of course this podcast with IVM make sure you go to our website support the talent with your likes your shares your comments all of that really matters go ahead check it out atkt.in Good evening ladies and gentlemen this is your captain speaking sorry to say but there's been a slight delay due to the apocalypse having suddenly begun as you can see there's death destruction and chaos taking place all around us but don't you worry food and drinks will be served shortly and i would recommend checking out IVM podcasts to get some of your favorite indian podcasts we'll keep you going till this whole thing blows over thank you